From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today, two breathtaking beauties take the stage. Known for their radiant bows and joyful petals, it's rainbows versus flowers. These two are both colorful and culturally significant. Which team will take home the title of Smash Boom Best? We've got Harriet here to help us decide. Hello, Harriet. Hello. So, Harriet, tell me, what do you think about when you hear the word rainbow? I think of Kermit singing in 1979, The Rainbow Connection. I love that song. I love it, too. Yeah. And what about flowers? What do you think about when you hear flowers? When I think about flowers, I think about spring. So like change in a positive, joyful way. Very beautiful. Do you already think one side is cooler than the other? I can't because then I can't judge. Well, I'm glad we're starting at an even spot here. Unbiased judging. So Harriet, I know you are an experienced debater. Can you tell me what debate activities you're doing this year? Yeah, so I will be debating for my high school, and then I love to coach middle school in the winter and spring. So when you're coaching middle schoolers, what kind of advice do you give them? You know, number one advice, honestly, be confident and feel truthful in what you're saying and doing. And then just, like, have fun with it, have rhythm, and you're all good to go. So confidence goes a long way. So what, what does having rhythm mean when, you're, when it comes to debate? I think of like a flow and like um like you say something and then you go with it, almost like improv. Very interesting. I've never heard that before and I really like that. Well, it is time to introduce our debaters. Here to rep rainbows, the phenomena that brightened the rainiest of days, it's Joy Dolo. Hi, Joy. Hello. It is awesome to be here and I'm so happy because I have so much rhythm that it's going to blow you away, Harriet. <laughs> You see that? That's that's rainbows for you in a nutshell. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, man. We are so ready. Joy, in just a single sentence, why do rainbows deserve to be crowned the smash boom best? I'm going to give you one better, you guys. I'm going to give you three words that describe rainbows. You ready? Brilliant, beautiful, and mysterious. The three Bs. <laughs> And here to argue for the pollen-filled powerhouses that keep our fridges filled, it's Sandin Totten. Mm, hey, Molly Bloom. Wow, Bloom, that's that's such a great <gasps> name. I really love it. <laughs> Feeling that name. Sandin, tell us why flowers are destined for victory today in just one sentence. They have got looks for days. They smell amazing. They're so fun to look at. And even animals totally stand flowers. Hmm, very interesting start. I have a feeling this debate is going to get very, very colorful. But before we dive in, let's review our rounds of debate. First, we've got the Declaration of Greatness, where debaters present the most persuasive arguments for their side. They use facts, logic, and all the charisma they can muster to win over our judge. Once they've made their case, the opposing team will get 30 seconds to make a rebuttal. Then we've got the micro round, a fun, creative challenge both debaters have prepared for in advance. Then we've got the sneak attack, a surprise challenge that will require the debaters to improvise a response on the spot. And last but not least, we've got the final six, where each debater has to sum up the magnificence of their side in just six words. Can they do it? 
Harriet will award two points in the first round, one point for the best declaration and one point for the best rebuttal, and then one point for the winner of each subsequent round. Listeners at home, keep track of your points as well. Download a score sheet from our website at smashboom.org or keep track of your points on a piece of scrap paper. If you want to hone your own debate skills, make note of the arguments you find most persuasive. All right, Sandin, Joy, are you ready to go? I was born ready. I'm here to put the pedal to the metal. Excellent. Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. We did a coin flip, and Joy, you are up first. Let's hear your Declaration of Greatness for Rainbows. I've got a great story for you. It's about a girl named Dorothy and her dog Toto. She sings this beautiful song, Somewhere Over the Flower. Nope, that was a rainbow. Well, what about the famous Irish myth that there is a pot of gold at the end of a flower? Uh, uh uh-uh, rainbow too. Okay, okay, for real this time. For real, you guys, stop it. I got it. This hip guy, Noah, took animals into an ark, and after it rained for a long time, they knew the storm was over because they saw a flower in the sky. No, no way. It's a rainbow again, of course. Now, I'm all for flower power, but if we're talking about the best of all time, there is no comparison. It's like comparing chocolate to broccoli, or a beach to homework, or winning the lottery to sloppy wet kisses from your Aunt Pam. Ugh, stop it, I'm 33. Although Aunt Pam's overt affection can't be scientifically explained all the time, rainbows can be. Here is the freaking freaking breakdown. When white light enters a water droplet, it slows down, bends, and splits apart into seven colors. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, otherwise known as Roy G. Biv. And when each of those colors shoots out of the water droplet, the sun reflects those colors into our eyeballs and creates the rainbow that we see. With the power of hip hop, do you see how cool a rainbow is? There's more! Rainbows are optical illusions. That means they're magic. Well, kinda. Rainbows are just a bunch of reflections. Sunlight bounces through water droplets and reflects into our eyes. So when we move around, the reflection we see changes. That's why there is no end to the rainbow. I can't see anything. Open your eyes, Pam. Oh. See, Pam? Rainbows are gorgeous. They are pretty, but there is only one kind. Flowers have a variety. Pam, have you been hanging out with Sandin? That is not the case. There are double rainbows, moonbows made from moonlight, fog bows made from fog or mist, and white bows that have no color. You can even create a rainbow at home with a flashlight and a glass of water. It's called an indoor bow. An indoor bow. (laughs) It was funny in my head. Oh, and ready for the icing on top? Rainbows are actually full circles. While we are on the ground, we can only see a portion of this illusion. But if you're in a tall building, a plane, or on a mountain for some reason, you can see the whole thing. No wonder rainbows rule the skies and flowers are way down below. 
begging for our colorful water droplets like orphans from the cast of Oliver. Please, sir, may I have some more? Different cultures have been trying to translate rainbow's special meaning since the beginning of time. Aboriginal Australians, who have some of the oldest religious beliefs in the world, believe rainbows are caused by a rainbow serpent sent by their enemies to stop the rain. Ancient Greeks and Romans believed rainbows were the messenger god Iris. And in Japanese and Norse myths, rainbows were thought to be a bridge between the gods and the earth. In Western culture, the 1960s hippies used rainbows as a symbol to spread the message of peace and love, followed shortly by the LGBTQIA movement, using the rainbow as a flag. No wonder rainbows are seen as a sign of peace and hope. Its mysterious powers have been spreading love and solidarity for centuries, especially for me. The world is really tense right now, and I'm feeling it. The pandemic is keeping us indoors. Protests for justice are sweeping the world. It can all be very scary, and I'm not going to lie. I spent a lot of time in my garden with my flowers. One day was extra hard, so I went for a walk with my dog, Didi. As we walked around the lake, I looked up and saw a rainbow. I was so surprised. I took out my phone. I took pictures. I talked to the people on the path about how beautiful it was. I instantly felt at peace and connected with these strangers while we witnessed this phenomenon. I love my flowers, but when it comes to the greatest of all time, rainbows will always get my eyes. You really put a very lovely bow on that declaration of greatness, Joy. Harriet, did Joy's declaration make an impression? What stood out to you about her argument? That was absolutely wonderful. I really loved how she's not trying to diminish the other team, but she's saying rainbows have a specialness and a sweetness that flowers don't have. I hear that. It's like... I'm sure you do. (laughs) It's like almost that flowers are being overlooked for like how they (laughs) deliver every single day. Okay, Sandin. Well, you have time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to wield that flower power and your time starts now. Harriet, I think you bring up a great point. Rainbows are really cool in concept, but they're often so faint and a lot of them are super rare It's kind of like grading on potential, which is like a total rainbow move to be asked to be graded on a curve, which is unfair because flowers show up and bring us beauty and love all the time, all over the world, every day. They're even in Antarctica. And they're showing up and doing the work and still manage to capture attention on a daily basis. That's real talent. Also, you brought up songs that have rainbows in them. There's so many flower songs. Kiss from a rose. Every rose has a thorn. Time. I would like to hear you break into song, but I'm sorry. We every run. rose has a thorn. Just like every rainbow is in the sky. <laughs> head in the clouds, Joy. You got your head in the clouds. That's where I belong, baby. Up in the clouds. <laughs> well, Harriet, I think I got a great story for you coming right up. I can't wait. All right, Sandin. It is time for your declaration. Let's hear why blossoms are the best. Flowers aren't just pretty. They're drop-dead gorgeous. And there are so many kinds. They can be used to say, I love you, or for medicine, or even as art, or you can... Okay, okay, I'm getting carried away because I've got flower fever. And I'm not alone. Let me tell you a story. It starts one inky black night in Lancashire, England. A thief slipped past the security at the famous Silverdale golf course. 
The crook wasn't after cash or jewels or art. They wanted something much more valuable. And they got it. No, we've been robbed. Get the police. Get the police. Get a chair. I'm fainting. What treasure did they take? A flower. An ultra-rare lady slipper orchid. One of the last of its kind growing in nature. Cuttings from this crimson and yellow beauty sell for thousands of dollars on the black market. Luckily, some of the plant was left behind. To keep it safe, it was eventually assigned its own private guard. Because those are some VIPs. Very important petals. This isn't the first time we've flipped out over flowers. In the 1600s, people in the Netherlands were obsessed with tulips. Some cost more than a whole house. In the early 1900s, orchid hunters risked life and limb searching jungles for these incredible plants. Proof that we'll go to great lengths for fantastic flowers. Part of the allure is the variety. Rainbows, I guess there's some variation, but for the most part, it's just that same old tired pattern. Blah, 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 Roy G. Biv, whatever. That's nothing compared to flowers. I mean, you've got roses, daisies, daffodils, dahlias, sunflowers, peonies, lilies, lilacs. No matter who you are, there's a flower for you. So what if I want something like far out and trippy? Try a passion fruit flower. It looks like a purple sun with a yellow and maroon propeller bursting right out of it. Mondo Bizarro. I know, right? What about me? I'm goth. Colors aren't my thing. Like that heavy, dark cloak you're wearing? Flowers have you covered. Check out the black bat flower. Wow, it's got dark wing-shaped petals and little pods that look like trumpets? Trumpets that sound the call of eternal night that will bathe this world in darkness and soothe my cold black heart. Uh, sure. Hi, what about me? I only like monkeys. If it's not a monkey, I don't like it. Okay, a very specific request, but check this out. (gasps) Wow, is that a flower with a tiny monkey face in it? I love it. Yeah, that's the monkey face orchid. These are all real flowers, and they're all really amazing. Uh, Yeah, I've never seen a rainbow with a monkey face in it, and I only like monkeys. Okay, we get it. You only like monkeys. (laughs) Okay, where was I? Oh, yeah. Flowers also have special medicinal compounds. Like, take rosy periwinkle. It's long been used in traditional medicines, but scientists have also used it to develop powerful cancer-fighting drugs. Hmm, I can't think of any life-saving drugs made from rainbows. Oh, right, because they don't exist. And that's a flower flex. Boom! Flowers also have mood-boosting benefits. A study from Rutgers University found that flowers made people happier than other gifts like fruit baskets or candles. And that happiness lasted several days. Scientists in Japan found some flowers have stress-busting scents. So why would we evolve to get so much pep from petals? Maybe because they're tied to food. By that, I mean pretty much any fruit, nut, or vegetable you eat like apples, almonds, peaches, broccoli, watermelons, mangoes, walnuts, tomatoes, lettuce, cauliflower, and wheat, they all come from flowering plants. Angiosperms, that's the sciencey name for plants with flowers, make up around 80% of all plant life on Earth. 
lots of animals and insects also look to flowers for food. So they're low-key heroes of the entire Earth ecosystem. But I think my favorite thing is how we use flowers to express our feelings. Like when someone's sick, you give them a get-well bouquet. On a first date, bring roses. Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, anniversaries, all celebrated with flowers. But flowers can also be art. In Japanese culture, people make abstract sculptures using just a few carefully selected flowers, leaves, and branches. It's called ikebana. And when you look at these minimalist arrangements, you feel a kind of peace. You have a lot of negative space. You have areas where the viewer's eye can rest. That's Jose Salcedo. He teaches ikebana in Los Angeles. Jose says these arrangements eventually wilt, but that's part of their message. I've had students come up to me and say, well, that flower only lasted a day. And my response is, well, I hope you appreciated it, that for a day, you were able to enjoy that flower because you'll never see that flower again. It's like that, that saying, you know, stop and smell the roses. It's about enjoying the things you have right now because nothing lasts forever. But flowers also bloom again in spring. They're a cycle of birth, death, and rebirth, forever and right now, all wrapped up in this one precious thing. So yeah, I've got flower fever, but <laughs> I am not looking for a cure. Wow. Very lovely. Well, let's see if flower fever is contagious. What did you think about that one, Harriet? What stood out to you about Sandin's Declaration of Greatness? What I really liked was how flowers points to really the diversity of specialness. So a gift, you know, will get well soon. Very good observations. Joy, it is now rainbow rebuttal time. Let's hear you poke some holes in Sandin's tribute to flowers. You have 30 seconds and your time starts now. So here's the thing, like rainbows are specific to the person, right? Because it goes directly into our eyeballs. So literally every single rainbow you see is different from the one that the, the person next to you will see. I think that's a very specific thing that flowers cannot have. And speaking of flowers, there are so many different flowers and there's a few different rainbows, right? But if you go to a restaurant and the menu is small and petite, usually they do things really well. Those restaurants that have huge menus, they don't know what they're making. Do you want a burger? Do you want pizza? Do you want a hot dog? Do you want a hot cocoa? You don't and know what you're Get. Time. <laughs> All those delicious foods, many of which brought to you by flowers. Whoa. Yeah, once they figure out how to grow, they take like six months hey, for a cauliflower. The best things in life are worth waiting for. <laughs> well, that is it for a very heated round one. Harriet, take a look at your notes. Make sure you are ready to award your first two points. One point goes for the best declaration and the other point goes for the best rebuttal. Have you made your decisions? Don't tell us who you awarded the points to, but have you made your decision? Yes. Was this a tough decision? You know, it really, really was. There wasn't a ton of trying to make the other team look bad as much as it was about making yourself look good. A positive, positive round for everybody. Well, listeners, take your time. These are tough calls to make. We're going to give Joy and Sandin a quick breather, but we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. 
here along with 36-time debate champ Todd Douglas. T Todd? Todd! Taylor, sorry I'm late. I was in the archives listening to old debates on tape. Mm-hmm. And I've got one here from 150 million years ago. Seriously? Yes. It was recorded in the late Jurassic period in what's now Utah. A giant brachiosaurus got into a debate with a teeny tiny stoxosaurus about which is better, eating plants or eating meat. The herbivore-carnivore debate. Classic. It's seriously dynamite. Munching on ginkgos in the sun. I'm 62 tons of leaf-eating fun. Boulder Dash, Brianna. Well, if it isn't Stanley Stokesosaurus. That's the name. Mmm, meat-eating's the game. Meat? Bleh. Eating plants. And only plants is the best diet, and here's why. They're abundant, full of vitamins, fiber-rich, and being a herbivore is a peaceful life choice. It doesn't involve eating other dinosaurs. Please! Meat is a complete protein, super tasty, and it fills you up for days. Plus, hunting dinos is wicked fun. Hunting dinos might be enjoyable for you, but it's violent and cruel to... Ah, I know what's really going on here. You're not clever enough to hunt for meat. It takes brains, and you have to be brave. Two strikes against you, Brianna, because you're clueless and cowardly. That's why you eat plants. Clueless? Cowardly? Woo, those are insults, not arguments. A classic logical fallacy if I ever heard one. Logical fallacies are debate mistakes that make it easier for your opponent to tear your argument apart. And Stanley Stokesosaurus just made an ad hominem attack. An ad hominem is when you insult your opponent instead of their argument. It's bad manners and it's bad debating. Yeah, but Brianna didn't let Stanley get away with it. That isn't an argument, Stanley. That's an insult. Try again. Oh, yeah? Well, I, uh, meat has a protein and uh, plants don't? Wrong, Stanley. Both meat and plants contain protein. They just have different types and amounts of them. I, oh, you, you know, I just realized that I have to go uh, eat some meat. <laughs> oh, Brianna Brachiosaurus showed him. Yeah, when you use an ad hominem attack, you're pretty much just being a big old bully. Too true, Todd, too true. Well, that's all for this week, Debate Heads. Catch you next time on State of Debate. Smash. Boom. Best. And we're back. You're listening to Smash Boom Best, the show about showdowns. We get incredible debate ideas from our listeners all the time, like this one from Lillian from St. Mary's County in Maryland. My debate idea is stuffed animals versus Legos. We'll check in again with Lillian at the end of the show to see who she thinks would win. All right, it's time to get back to the fantastical focus of this debate, rainbows versus flowers. Our Judge Harriet here is processing a lot. How are you feeling, Harriet? You know, I am feeling pretty good. I'm just excited about what's going to happen next. 
Excellent. Well, Sandin, enjoy. Are you ready to keep battling it out? I am ready for Sandin to bow down to me. <laughs> <laughs> that joke is so bad, it should be thrown in prism. <laughs> oh, now you're thorny, Sandin. <laughs> hey, this is uh, this is right up my alley. You know, every time you every time you throw a joke at me, it just makes my daisy. <laughs> oh gosh, that had no stems to stand on. <laughs> well, I think we're ready for the micro round. Today's micro round challenge is reality show. Sandin and Joy were asked to create a hit reality show all about their side. Joy went first in round one, so Sandin, you're up. Let's find out what kind of reality these flowers are ready to serve up. Welcome to Tulip's Bold Race, where flowers compete to be America's next top flower. With me, as always, is my BFF, that's best flower friend, Magnolia Visage. Hey, too. You look stunning as usual. Why, thank you. Today, our flowers will be showing off looks they designed around a theme, Pollination Prom. That's right. Pollen is this microscopic dust made by flowers. It contains all the genetic information needed to fertilize a flower, so we can make more of ourselves. Yeah, know your biology, kids. But for that to happen, pollen needs to be carried from one flower to another. So our flowers have to create looks to attract pollinators, animals or insects that come to the flower and help spread pollen. First on the runway, it's lavender. Serving purple petal realness. You know, lavender's flowers are full of a sweet liquid called nectar, which bees love. And bees are an excellent pollinator. Way to work. Next, we've got saguaro, a cactus with large white flowers that bloom at night to attract bats. Ooh, a night pollinator. Shady and smart. Finally, it's corpse flower. Ten feet tall, purple, green, and... Ugh, what is that smell? That's the corpse flower's natural stink, honey. They're sneaky. They smell like rotting flesh. So insects come looking to feast on something dead, but end up covered in pollen instead. Sickening. Like, literally, I feel sick. It's like my mom always says, you catch flies with honey, but rotting flesh smell will work in a pinch, too. Coming up, more fabulous flower fashions. Sandin, tens across the board for that micro round. Thank you. I'm having a watch party at my house later if you want to see the rest of the season. I very much do. Well, now it's Team Rainbow's turn to shine. Let's listen in on this Optical Illusions hit reality show extravaganza. Welcome to Phenomenally Phenomenal Phenomenon, where we look at natural phenomena that's phenomenal. This week, our talent competition brings two new hopefuls to the runway. First up is Rainbow. Um, actually, I prefer my acronym, Roy G. Biv. Sorry, the spotlight is yours, Roy G. Biv. I am the incredible, magical, mystifying Roy G. Biv. Watch as I appear out of thin, wet air. It's so beautiful. See, as I mesmerize you while I gracefully bounce through droplets in the air. I can't take my eyes off of them. Hear the laughter and awe of the children and adults as they see my colors shine and multiply in the air. 
Encore. Roy, I have to ask, how old are you? I'm timeless. I don't know how we could ever follow that up. Join us next week when Flower hits the stage. Uh, hello, judges. Uh, my name is Flower, and my talent is I grow. <laughs> Just give me a second. <laughs> Straight <laughs> yawns. I want to see oh, this. I didn't get off the this stage. Is, this is terrible. Tune in next time on... Phenomenal, phenomena, that's phenomenally phenomenal, where the phenomenal become phenoms. <laughs> I would binge watch that program. Stunning performances all around. Well done, Joy. But only one of you can win Harriet's precious point. The fates of these colorful competitors rest in your hands, Harriet. Oh, man. Take a minute. You've got one half hour. What channel do you change to? <laughs> <laughs> So we have Phenomenally Phenomenal Phenomenon or Tulips Bulb Race. Take a minute to think it over and mark down a point for this round. Listeners, you too. Harriet, did you make your decision? I sure did. Both shows, though, were phenomenal. Phenomenally phenomenal. <laughs> Joy, do your, do your fans call it Triple P or P3 or? Um, it's Yeah, PPP is what we call it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now it's on to the most surprising and exciting of rounds, the... <laughs> sneak Attack. Your Sneak Attack challenge is... Initial Thoughts. We want both of you to write an acrostic for your side. That's a poem where the initial letter of each line spells out a word or phrase. Take the word hat, for example. An acrostic for hat would be H, happiest head, A, around, T, town. Hat, happiest head around town. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. It doesn't have to be a full sentence. You can sort of experiment with the form so that you have the same number of letters to work with. We're going to have, Sandin, you do an acrostic for the word mm -hmm. flowers, plural. And Joy, you will do an acrostic for the word rainbow, singular. Yes, Molly, you easily explained that. All right. See, see what I did there? You easily explained <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. We'll give you a minute to think while we play this groovy hold music. Red, orange, yellow, green, and blue. Indigo, violet, refracts for you. Roy, G, Viv, and illusion. Oh, yeah. Pollen, stamen, bees go wild. Flowers bear fruit. A smile. Mm, what's in your bouquet? All right, Joy, it is your turn to go first with your acrostic. Let's hear it for Rainbow. Righteous and incredible. Non believers ought watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sandin, your turn. Let's hear your acrostic for flowers. Flowers, fresh, lovely, otherworldly wonders easily raise spirits. Oh, so nice. That was cute. All right, Harriet, time to award a point for this cute, delightful sneak attack challenge. Have you marked down a point? I sure have. Ooh. Is this a tough one? 
<laughs> you know, it was. I thought the rainbows one did make sense, though. Rainbows seem to make the most sense a lot. <laughs> Let me just say, flowers literally make sense. That's what they do. They smell great. Oh. You know, puns are only going to get you so far, Sam. Yeah, then I <laughs> think get you pretty far. <laughs> Excellent. Well, now it's time for our fabulous final round. The final six. It's our debater's very last chance to woo our judge in six words or less. Sandin, you're up first this time. Win us over with the sweetest six for Team Flowers. Okay, here we go. Beauty, medicine, food, flowers give all. Excellent work. Okay, Team Rainbow, this is your opportunity to blow our minds somewhere over the rainbow. Go for it. All right, just pay attention to the tone. <clears throat> Phenomenally phenomenal phenomenon. Brilliantly beautiful, mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. We've heard towering, fact-filled arguments, creative appeals, and pithy, pointed remarks. Now, there's just one thing left to do. Harriet, have you awarded your final point? I just did. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. <sighs> the moment has come. Harriet, which of nature's beauties has come out on top? Flowers won this debate. Woo! Yes! Oh, I am so sorry. Thank you for your apology. Wow. I know. I figured I should give one. Oh, wow. Here's a bouquet of roses wow. for that. I just wanted to oh, thank send you. this right now. Harriet, walk us through your thinking here. Break down the rounds for us. Okay, so round number one, the um, declaration of greatness and the rebuttal, it was rewarded to flowers. So... Two points were awarded there. Uh, the extravaganza, of course, rainbows, of course. Uh, sneak attack. You know, I just didn't find the rainbow one as descriptive. And then, you know, I love at the end with the rainbow one in the final six. It was so joyful and lighthearted. And so, of course, rainbows won that round as well. But considering that Flowers started off first round with two points, Flowers won. I will say, Joy, color me impressed. I loved your arguments. I really loved you brought home rainbows like a personal story. I think that the greatest thing that rainbows have to offer is those magical moments when they come along just when you need them. And also, you are just a rainbow of joy in my life. Um, you know, no hard feelings. Here's also a bouquet for you as well. Oh, I will accept that bouquet. You know, Sandin, it's always a treat having these conversations with you. And I would say that something that I love about flowers, I mean, you made a great argument, obviously, like, you know, growing all over the world and being able to give beauty to someone else. And I think that's a really great message. Um, and um, I think that you're great and your show is funny. I would watch it. Just let me know what platform it's on. And I would like your password. Flower power <laughs> 22. There you go. <laughs> Well, this was a delightful debate, literally full of flowers and rainbows. Harriet crowned flowers the smash boom best today. But what do you think, listeners? Maybe you feel differently. Head to our website, smashboom.org, and cast your vote. That's a wrap on this colorful debate battle. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and American Public Media. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Elissa Dudley, Rosie DuPont, Mark Sanchez, and Sandin Totten. We had engineering help from Corey Shreppel. 
And we had production help from Manica Wilhelm and Christina Lopez. Anna Weggel is the voice of our hold music, and our announcer is Marley Feuerworker Otto. We want to give a special thanks to Taylor Kaufman and Austin Cross. Joy, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to today? Oh, yeah. You know, always my husband, Graham. Thanks for being the rainbow in my life. And thanks, Harriet, for being with us today. Aw, thank you. (laughs) What about you, Sandin? Who do you want to shout out today? Well, uh, thanks to all of you for having me back. I always love doing this show. And I want to shout out to to all my Ikebana teachers. I I study Ikebana in Los Angeles, and they helped hook me up with uh, the guests I had, Jose Salcedo. So thanks to them. Harriet, you want to give any special thanks? Big shout out to my friend, Henry. Similar to how... I failed my driver's test five times, and before I took every one, he texted me and said, I know you're going to get it, and you're going to do great. He texted me before this and was like, you're going to do great, and you're going to get it. It's going to be awesome, and he's just wonderful. Well, he was right about today. You did do wonderfully and great. Aw, thank you. And before we sign off, let's hear some more from Lillian. Remember, she suggested a stuffed animals versus Legos matchup. Here's who she thinks would win. I think stuffed animals would win because you can just pick them up and go. But with Legos, you actually have to pack them. You can't play with them in the car or in the store. Thanks, Lillian. And if you've got an awesome debate idea, we want to hear about it. You can share your ideas or just say hi at smashboom.org. We'll be back soon with another debate battle. Awesome See you later. <laughs> Joy, I think I think we should launch a campaign, Rainbows and Flowers for President. Of course, Flowers would be President, Rainbows would be Vice President. Well, I mean, we'll see what the people want. I mean, I think whatever the popular vote says, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>